Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. I hope you are doing well and happy Monday. You may or may not have noticed that the episode has been released on a Monday. For the last couple of years, it has been on a Thursday, but it's just been really difficult lately for me to be able to get episodes out on time on a Thursday. And so I've decided, you know what, let me just try Mondays and see how that goes. And also allows me to start the week with you guys. So I do hope that you prefer Mondays, but um, we'll see how we go. Before I get into the topic, I really want to say a big thank you to all of you guys that have listened throughout 2022. I really appreciate your support. Those of you that have downloaded, shared, just listened. Those of you that have left reviews, it means so much. And honestly, it really keeps me going. Doing this podcast on my own, recording, coming up with the content, it can be quite difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. There are definitely moments where I'm like, oh, what is the point? Um, But I thank you guys that have supported. Those of you that have been OG listeners and those of you that started listening in 2020, thank you and welcome. And I really do hope that this year the episodes will be even better. I hope that you're going to take even more value from it. And also, I hope that this year we'll build more of a community where you guys, you know, you share a bit more of your input. I want to know your thoughts. And yeah, let me get let me get into the episode because I'm I could be here all day just there thanking you guys. Um, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you once again. And also another thing going forward for this year is I'm going to start taking regular breaks. So every quarter, I'm going to take a break, even if it's just one week of recording, just to kind of give me time to take a creative break. I think that's one thing that I definitely learned in 2022, the importance of rest. And I've realized that in terms of my creativity, having regular breaks really does help me to kind of recoup and just yeah, and not to burn out as well, because when you're doing something creatively and you're constantly doing it without taking a break, I found that it's just very difficult to be consistent. And also you kind of start resenting what you're doing. And I don't want it to get to that because I really do love this podcast and I love, you know, the conversations we have and I don't want to stop. So this year I'm taking regular breaks and I hope you guys will appreciate that. And I hope you can understand why I'm aiming to do that. But that's enough. I want to get into the episode of today. Now, I have been marinating over this topic for the last couple of weeks. It was something that was on my list for a while, but for some reason, I just hadn't booked it in to record it yet. But here we are today. And I think where we are very much still at the beginning of the year, this is the ideal time to speak about this because you've probably thought about your goals for the year or the things that you want to work on or achieve whether it's financially in your health or other areas of your life and as you will see from what I'm going to talk about today becoming a savvy consumer is not solely just based on how you spend your money or how you manage your finances it goes even deeper than that it's also how you manage your time how you spend and invest your time and your energy so this is a couple of the things that I want to touch on in today's episode and I do hope you're going to find value in it you're going to find it useful and if you do then do share it with a friend share it with you and if you do do share it with someone let's touch on finances first because you know (laughs) finances is my bag and and it's something I'm super passionate about and right now with a situation but in practically globally most countries right now their inflation is a lot higher than it normally is and unfortunately this year is going to be very expensive I've already kind of put my head in that mindset that this year is going to be expensive and I can't do anything about that. I can't control inflation, unfortunately. I wish I could. But one thing that I can control this year is my habits, my patterns, and curbing 
my spending where I can and also increasing my income where I can as well. Those are the things I can control. I cannot control inflation. I can't control interest rates and none of that stuff, but I can control a couple of factors that might make my life a little bit easier. Right now, the cost of living is so high and every time I go shopping, I'm reminded of that. I can literally see the prices of things that right now are so extortionate. If we use planting as an example, back in the day, you could get four planting for one pound. Now that is impossible. <laughs> the best you can get is three for 150 or even 120. Like a couple of months ago, I was able to get three for 120, but that is no longer the case. And it seems like such a silly example, but even in the small things, we can see just how much the cost of living has increased. And this year, it is going to be imperative more than ever for us to become savvy consumers. And like I said, I'm not just going to be speaking about money. I will, of course, because that's a part of it, but also our time and our energy. So let's get into it. So first things first, I want to touch on finances, but I want to share some stats with you guys. Now, these stats are UK based, but I think it probably echoes similar in most Western countries, but it might be different. I don't know. I haven't checked. These statistics are from the Money Charity, it's a UK organisation, and in October 2022, the average credit card debt per household was £2,252. Also in October, inflation was about 11.1%. The total unsecured debt per UK adult in the UK in October 2022 was £3,895. And overall average debt per household in October 2022 was 65,746. Now that sounds like a lot, but that does include mortgages. So we can see that the average household has at least 2,500-ish worth of debt in some capacity, whether it's a credit card or some other unsecured debt. Also to add that that has increased over the last couple of months, which I think for obvious reasons, I think partly because of the pandemic and people needing to recover from that, also cost of living increasing and most people's wages not keeping up at the pace of that. I wanted to share those statistics. There's also another one I want to share actually, which is also about savings. Just for us to kind of get a picture of what the general population is like. In the UK, if you're not listening from the UK, sorry guys, but it's probably similar <laughs> in your um, country as well. And if it isn't, I'd love to know, share with me. So the average person in the UK has about 17,365 in savings, which when you hear that, it doesn't sound bad. But 34% of adults had either no savings or less than £1,000 in a savings account. And this is a savings statistic from 2022. 34% had either no savings or less than £1,000. And if you can imagine that most adults... They may have some form of dependence. They may have children. Of course, adults would include 18 plus, but that is quite high. That is quite high. Also, interestingly enough, almost two thirds, so that's about 65% of people believe that they wouldn't be able to last three months without having to borrow money. So yeah, those are the statistics. And now I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> I remember when I um, heard that statistic some time ago, I think it was slightly different. It might have been something like one in five UK adults don't have any savings or have less than a thousand, something like that. I can't remember. It's pretty much similar to what this one is here. And I remember thinking to myself, I've definitely fit that statistic in my adult life, 100%. I've been in stages where I had no savings. And in my case, it wasn't because I had super high expenses. It was because I was a terrible consumer. I wasn't a savvy consumer. And as a result, 
I would always save, but I'd always be going back into the savings account and <laughs> taking the money out. And I just really lacked discipline in that area. Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is the fact that our society does not prepare us to be savvy consumers. It prepares us to be victims of consumerism. If we're not careful, especially in the West, it's so easy for us to get access to credit, which is not always a bad thing. I think sometimes if you use credit in a responsible way, it really can help you to leverage yourself and it can help you, you know, to save money in some aspects. You know, let's say you buy a sofa, 0% interest and you do pay it back within the time allocated, then that's fine. That's a win. You're not losing anything but when we aren't savvy with how we consume it really can have detrimental issues in different aspects of our life not only financially but even other areas and also in some cases people commit suicide as a result of financial issues so this is a very very serious thing and I think consumerism and being a savvy consumer is something I'm really committed to promoting and speaking more about having those open conversations with this year and it's even something I've I've been speaking to my friends about because it's so important and I think if you're unless you are mindful of how you spend you're just going to find yourself consuming more than you need to, consuming beyond your means, consuming and not even knowing why you're consuming. <laughs> so just want to share the definition of savvy with you, just for us to kind of get an idea of what savvy means. Because I, I guess we all have different things in our mind that when we think of savvy, you may think of like someone that's savvy with tech, but savvy in the light of consumerism, let's read what the defin- actually, definition actually is. So to be savvy is to know or understand or the noun is shrewdness and practical knowledge, the ability to make good judgments. And this is something that only you are really gonna know for yourself. And sometimes in the moment when we make a decision, we don't necessarily know it's a good judgment. We may think, oh yeah, this is definitely a good decision. But the consequences will always reveal to us whether that decision was really a good decision or whether it's a good judgment or maybe a poor one. But yeah, so whenever I'm talking about savvy consumer, I want you to think of shrewdness, practical knowledge, the ability to make good judgments. So this is what I mean about being a savvy consumer. Being a savvy consumer is having the ability to make good judgments, not only with how you spend your money and manage your finances as a whole, but also how you spend and invest your time and your energy. So that's the the idea that I want you to kind of follow with me, right? So going back to how we spend and manage our money. Now, we're all consumers, right? I consume, you consume. The problem is not being a consumer. It's really just a matter of us being savvy consumers, making good judgments in how we consume, in how we spend our money. Sometimes we spend in a specific way as a result of a lack maybe in our childhood. Sometimes when you grew up not having certain things, now that you have your own money, this was my case, I'm speaking about me. (laughs) There were certain things growing up that I never had or I always had to ask for money and I didn't like having to ask. I was a little proud, right? I wanted to have my own money so I could just buy what I want and I don't need to ask anyone or be accountable to anyone. And so when I started working and having my own money, I was just so excited about having my own that I would just spend money on myself other people not really thinking about you know do I really need to be spending this money you know can I afford to spend this right now I wasn't thinking about those things that was not part of my judgment it was oh the money's in my account so I'm gonna spend it and when I look back on it now I I try not to (laughs) because I just think there's so much money I wasted in my early 20s that I could be using right now but once it's gone it's gone and hindsight is 2020 as they say sometimes we spend as a result of things that we never had growing up or we were accustomed to a certain lifestyle 
but perhaps your finances right now doesn't match the lifestyle you had growing up. Maybe your parents were quite wealthy or maybe they weren't necessarily wealthy, but you had the things that you desired. And as children, I almost feel like childhood sets us up as a little bit because we maybe you get your toys on your birthday or Christmas or the holidays and we don't learn the value of money in most cases. We, we just receive, we just say, oh, mom, dad, I'd really like to have that and you receive it, but we don't always learn the value of money, and sometimes we kind of bring that into adulthood with us, and it reflects in how we spend and how we consume. So I want you to think a little bit about how you spend, and really ask yourself this question, am I a savvy consumer? Do I make good judgments with how I spend? Thinking about, do I spend in line with what I can afford to spend? Do I find myself buying things that I don't really need? Do I find myself buying things and later thinking, why did I buy that? Am I, am I, do I find myself buying things and then wondering why did I buy that? Or even having that buyer's regret later on. Do I find that my spending and my spending habits and patterns is hindering me from reaching my goals and the lifestyle that I want to build for myself? Because sometimes you may spend in line with what you can afford, but perhaps how you are spending and certain habits and patterns you have are hindering your progress. They're not allowing you to develop in the way that you wish to. So think about that also, because becoming a savvy consumer with how you spend is really a matter of making good judgments. Only you know what your priorities are. Only you know what your goals are and what you are working towards for yourself. And so you're the only one that can really judge whether you are a savvy consumer or not. And most of us are not savvy consumers, but that's something that we can all work on developing. So thinking about how you spend, how you manage your money, and also how you manage other aspects of your finances, such as paying bills on time, planning for your future. Also thinking about things like pensions, retirement, investing, saving. These are all really important things. And Going back to what it means to be savvy, it's about being able to make good judgments. And sometimes we can't necessarily make judgments on certain things or there's a hesitance for us to because we don't have the knowledge on it. This is why it's so important for us to really challenge ourselves to learn more about the things we don't know or the things that make us uncomfortable. If budgeting, that topic in itself makes you uncomfortable because you're not comfortable with it or you think, oh, I'm just not good with money. And so maybe you kind of avoid it or you delegate it to someone else to do it for you. It's still very much important for you to learn and develop that skill because otherwise you're not going to be able to make a good judgment on it. So whatever it is financially that kind of makes you feel nervous or you think, oh, I don't really know much about that. Don't run away from it. You are capable of learning anything you put your mind to. So if there's any area that you're uncomfortable with or you're unsure of, challenge yourself this year to learn more about it. If it's saving money and developing the habit of saving, challenge yourself this year to become better with that. So start thinking about, you know, what are some of the habits that I have that, you know, maybe I just need to tweak that a little bit so that I can become better at saving, so that I can become better at managing my money, so that I can be more organized with how I manage my finances. And also thinking about your relationship with money. So many for us, how we spend is based on our feelings. It's based on our emotions. If we are feeling sad, money and spending is something that is a crutch for us. It makes us feel better. Retail therapy is our best friend and it can also be your worst enemy, depending on how you spend and how you use it. So even thinking about that, your relationship with money, maybe you're very good with managing money. You save, you know, you don't spend above your means. You don't have major debts, but perhaps there's a fear when it comes to money. That's also something 
that can be negative too. Maybe you're afraid of losing money. Maybe you are just super, super tight with money because you you don't want to lose it or you don't want to go back to a place that you used to be in your life. Or maybe you're very imbalanced with how you spend. You just save, you save, you're super frugal, but you don't actually invest or spend money in the things that you are passionate about. That's also important too. Being a savvy consumer is really about having a balance. It's that balance of saving for your future and the things that are important to you, but also making memories and enjoying your life in the process is definitely about striking that balance, which is difficult, but I do think it's important for us to spend our money on things that we are passionate about, things that we do enjoy. So I'm not saying don't be a consumer, don't consume, you know, just stay in your house, don't eat out, just cook meals at home, don't buy yourself that coffee. I'm not saying that because I'm going to do that. What I am saying is becoming more savvy with how you consume, what you consume, the frequency of what you consume, and also why you consume as well. Because sometimes we consume because we don't want to be missing out. Everyone's doing a certain thing. And as most as we don't like to admit it, most of us do want to fit in. Most of us do want to be liked. We do want to be accepted. We don't want to feel like the odd one out or the one that's behind. We don't want to feel that we're missing out. But something I would say to myself is, can I afford this? Can I afford this right now? Can this wait? Having the ability to make good judgments with the timings of how you spend and just when you make certain financial decisions is really going to have a huge impact on your finances as a whole. Because if you get the timing wrong, let's say you make a decision in a moment that you are overly consumed, you're feeling overwhelmed or desperate or anxious about something, maybe there's debts that you have and an opportunity arises for you to take out a loan or take out a credit card. And because of that desperation, you're just like, you know, let me just take it. I'm going to use it to pay my debts. But you don't read the fine print. You don't really think about, "Mm, is this going to make my situation better or is it going to make it worse? And this is what I mean about having good judgment with the timing that you make certain decisions. Even the timing of getting back to someone, maybe they're planning something and they're like, oh, would you like to come? And you just say, oh yeah, I'll come. But really you've got other goals that you set for yourself or really you can't afford to do that thing right now. And it's so much harder to go from a yes to then turning that to a no than it is to say no and turn that to a yes. It's so much harder because then you're dealing with your pride, you're dealing with not wanting to disappoint the person, especially if they're close to you or they mean a lot to you. So working on your timing is also going to be another important factor. And also, like I said earlier, why you consume. And it doesn't necessarily have to be excessive, but really analyzing and becoming more mindful in how you spend. Most of these big companies, they don't want us to mindfully spend. They want us to spend on impulse. Everything is always so urgent. The sale is ending in 30 days. You know, that deal is going to be gone in five hours. So if you don't grab that deal now, it's going to be gone. There's always a lot of urgency when it comes to marketing and that's not always a bad thing you know as a business myself I do market to some degree but as a consumer you have to be mindful of how you are spending it's easy to blame the companies and be like oh you know they're just taking advantage of us but this is why we have to be savvy this is why we have to be able to make good judgments and these are also things if you have children, that you should also teach them as well. Because our society is just making us more and more consumers. And it's also removing that element of us really thinking. Things like buy now, pay later are increasing. There's more and more stores that I'm seeing now that are accepting buy now, pay later. Even stores, I think, really? That store too? It's it's a bit random. It doesn't seem to connect. 
But if we aren't savvy with how we consume, we're going to find ourselves getting into more and more debt, getting into situations that we're not going to want to find ourselves in. So right now, becoming a savvy consumer with how we spend, how we manage our finances is so, so important. Now I want to move on a little bit to time. So how we spend and invest our time. Now money is something that we can spend it, we can lose it, but we can get it back in some degree, or we can generate it and make more money than we lost. But time is the one thing that that doesn't work. (laughs) We can't do that. Once we've lost time, it's gone. I recently celebrated my birthday last week, Monday, new chapter and all of that stuff, approaching the big 3-0 in a couple of years. I've still got some time. But I think for me, with every birthday, and I'm also coming to the end of the year, I always reflect on time. I always reflect on, oh my gosh, it's such and such time until this. I'm always very conscious of time. And even looking back at certain decisions that I've made, I've kind of felt like, oh, I'm never going to get that time back. And I've had to make peace with bad decisions I've made where I've wasted time, where I've wasted opportunities that I'm never going to get back. But for me, going forward, something I'm taking with me is that I have to make the most of the time I have now. I can't make the most of tomorrow's time because tomorrow isn't promised. But what I can do is make the most of the time that I have right now, the time that is right in front of me. So being a savvy consumer is also how you spend and manage your time. There's always going to be things that are demanding our time. Like our lives are getting increasingly busier and busier. Even though we have technology that has made our lives easier in some aspects. If you think about it, especially if you work full time, you might work say 40 hours a week or 37 and a half. Our lives are becoming increasingly busier and busier. There's always something. If you think about your day-to-day, maybe let's say you work eight hours a day. There's 24 hours in a day. You work eight hours. You've only got 16 left. You sleep, I don't know. Let's say you sleep for eight hours. You probably don't. Most of us don't. (laughs) But then you have another eight hours. And in that eight hours, you're probably traveling to work. If you don't work from home, that might take you an hour, two hours. And then you've only got six hours. Then there's making dinner. Then there's cleaning. Then there's other things. Maybe there's working on the side hustle. Maybe you have children. Maybe you have other commitments. When you realize that sometimes the only active time that we have in each day, maybe one or two hours. And sometimes we don't necessarily spend that time as well as we could. Because from those, let's say, six hours that we have, we could easily spend two, three hours on social media, browsing the internet, watching TV, binging something on Netflix or Amazon or whatever you watch. So we don't have much active time. And this is why we have to really be savvy with our time. I'm not saying we shouldn't use social media because I use social media. Hello, here I am. You're listening to me right now. But it's just a matter of us becoming more savvy with how we consume and what we are consuming. As much as we don't like to believe that we are influenced by anything, we are a lot more susceptible to being influenced than we think we are. Otherwise, marketing would not be the billion dollar industry that it is. Um, Influencer marketing would not be on the rise as it is. We are influenced, especially from people that we, we like or we cannot relate to. And so this is why it's important for us to assess how am I consuming? You know, the content that I'm listening to what kind of effect is this having on me how is this affecting the way that I think the way that I process so just really being mindful this year of how you're spending and investing your time and also just making time for the things and the people that are important to you this one this one in particular is really really heavy on my heart and it's something that I'm really working on doing more of in this year Let's not wait for tragedies to realize how precious life is or how precious the people that we care about are. Let's make time for them. We're all busy. We all have things going on, you know, 
but make time for the people that are important to you. Whether it's your parents or your siblings or your children or your friends or whoever it is, make time for the people that are important to you. Because if you keep waiting for, oh, when I'm a little less busy with work, there's always gonna be some other project that comes up, but make time for the things and the people that are important to you. Be mindful of what you're watching, what you're listening to, and make time for the things that are important to you. I can't stress that one enough. So many of us right now, we're battling with regret because of maybe you've lost someone, maybe you're dealing, you're battling with grief. And there's that element that comes of, I wish I'd spent more time with them. I wish I'd made the effort. Let's not wait for a tragedy to do that. Let's learn from other people's mistakes. Let's not have to hit our heads before we learn. Now, the other aspect I wanna talk a little bit more about is being a savvy consumer is being mindful and intentional about how you consume in all aspects. So as I've been saying throughout this episode, it's not just about money, it's not just about how you spend, because maybe with money, you're really good. You make good judgments, you're happy with where you are financially, you're working towards your goal, great, amazing. But perhaps time, <laughs> how you spend your time is the aspect that you can work on. We, are, we can all be susceptible to the occasional procrastination, but if that's a habit that you do persistently, and it's also affecting you in terms of being able to work and develop on the things that you want to work on, then that's also an area that maybe you should give a bit more attention to this year. And I'm sure that we all have areas that we can improve. All of these things that I've highlighted with you today are things that I'm also going to be working on myself. This year, I'm going to be working to be a better consumer in terms of how I spend and manage my money. And I'm also definitely in the area of time, I'm going to be working on being a better consumer with how I invest my time. But also our energy. How are we investing our energy? As we can see, our time is precious. We don't have that much active time, most of us, in our day. And also, we don't have much active time in our day where we're full of energy, our brains are functioning well, and we're ready to just do anything, and we have that uh, motivation going. You might have that for like an hour or two a day. So really, it's a matter of looking at where am I putting my energy into? Am I investing that into unhealthy environments, unhealthy habits, unhealthy relationships, where am I investing my time and my energy? These are all things that we're not going to get back. The money, we can we can make it, we can lose it, we can make it back, but our time and our energy are things that we're not going to be able to get back. I also want to share a social media usage statistic with you. This is from statista.com and it is the average daily time spent on social media worldwide in 2022. So the average daily time spent on social media was 147 minutes a day. So that's just over, what, 60, just over two hours, almost two hours and a half. So if we go back to what I said earlier about most of us only having about that six hour of free time a day and two and a half of that is spent on social media. Let's think about that. That gives us what, another three and a half, four in some cases. And also this is an average. There are people that is a lot higher and some that's a lot lower. But if you add that up over the weeks, you can see how much time we're actually spending and investing on social media. And this is why it's important for us to assess what we're consuming, what kind of content are we consuming, and having a balance in the type of content we consume. I love watching funny videos, but sometimes when you're watching funny videos, you can be watching that for two, three hours and time could fly without you realizing. So really it's a matter of having a gauge of how we're consuming. And now we have all these tools where you can set limits on how much time you spend on different apps. So really becoming a savvy consumer is also having the judgment of knowing yourself and knowing, you know what, I I love a little bit of TikTok (laughs) and I could easily spend four hours on it. And so 
I'm going to limit my usage. I don't want to spend more than whatever the amount is. I'm not going to dictate to you what is a healthy amount and what is not. I know science is, I don't know. <laughs> but I would say have a rough idea in your mind of how much time you want to spend, whether it's your screen time as a whole or in specific apps if you find yourself, you know, procrastinating on there for too long. And set yourself a limit on your phone. Most, As long as you have a smartphone, I think most of them are able to do that now. But yeah, set a limit so that at least once you reach it, you're aware, okay, I've, I've met my screen time for the day or I've met my limit for that app today. And it just helps us to, and it will just help you to be more mindful. So I get a report every week of my um, screen time. And it shows me whether it was less than the previous week or more than the previous week. Now, the last few weeks has always been slightly more. But this year, I'm going to be intentional about reducing my screen time. Because sometimes I'm not doing anything productive. I'll be honest with you. I'm just wasting time. And I'm not even really being mindful of the content I'm consuming myself. It's so easy for us to just be endlessly scrolling without really thinking about what we're consuming and what we're actually taking in. So this is also something that I'll be working on myself. So just to kind of wrap up the episode. So just to wrap up the episode, this year I challenge you to become a savvy consumer and not a victim of consumerism. Whether it's a victim of consumerism with your finances and your money, or it's how you're spending your time and your energy. This is all something we're capable of doing and I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. If there's anything you could relate to, then definitely let me know. If you have enjoyed this episode, do share it with a friend. And also, if you're listening on a podcast platform that allows you to leave a review, please do so. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great week this week. It feels good saying that because now it's Monday and everything and you may be listening on a Monday. Have a great rest of your week and I'll be back with you in the next episode.